Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Hashtag Debatable. I know it's been so long since the last episode, but there's been a lot of changes in my life recently, so I will be updating updating you guys on that. And for this episode, you just have me, so we're doing it solo style. But as you know, we always start off with an icebreaker question. So for this episode, the question is... Am I living out my wildest dreams? So, okay, before I answer that, I should give you like a life update on everything that's changed so far in my life. Um, Recently, I don't know if you knew, probably did from past episodes, we gave a couple little hints, but, you know, I, I was living in Florida, but I am now traveling for work, so... This is very different. I think that's going to be a whole other podcast about things I've learned and why I love Florida so much. But I'm in a completely different environment and, you know, we're getting used to it, kind of. (laughs) But as far as am I living on my wildest dreams? So when I was younger, I wouldn't say I had big dreams, like as far as what I wanted to do with my life I always just wanted to be a doctor like that was my that was my my big dream I was like I want to go to med school become a doctor save lives help people that's always been my dream but I don't think I ever actually saw anything past that so my dreams I would say happened more recently like since I was in college during my undergrad I could go by those dreams. That's when I actually started to want more for myself. Because school was just pretty much my whole life. I knew I wanted to be a doctor, so of course, how do you do that? Go to school. So that was always such a big chunk of my life. I didn't really think about other things and what life had to offer. So as of recent, like the past couple of years, you know, I've developed some new goals and dreams for myself. And one of the main things was I wanted to travel the world. And the first place that I went to after that was California. That was a that was a very unique trip. <laughs> if Olamide is listening to this, one of these days we will have to rehash what happened on this trip. But and we also need to redo it. That's still on our list. But yeah, so traveling became something I was very passionate about, something I wanted to do. Every time I go to a new place, I always just want to, you know, go sightseeing, try new things, try different foods, and just experience life outside of what I've always known, which was Florida, but like particularly where I lived at in Florida. So I've been kind of doing that. I think last year I went on... I went to eight different places. Yeah, eight. This year, for 2021, this year will be kind of different since technically I am still traveling, but I'm traveling for work. So it's not that it's not as fun. It's just a lot more. It's not as temporary as I would want it to be since I will have to be here for three months for wherever I end up going for each assignment. I'm stuck in that area for three months. So, yes, I get to explore a new city and I get to meet new people and just 
create a whole new life for myself here temporarily but I guess I am still living out my dreams and the whole point I'm doing this is so I could have money to travel <laughs> of course it's not just to travel but you know I want to have a house I want to have money for my family all that good stuff whatever but yes it's because I'm going to travel and to travel I have to be able to afford it so I need a good paying job so that's why I'm here um I would also say there's been changes in like just my family life and my relationship life. Like it was pretty some some pretty good stuff. I don't really want to go into it until everything's done, all documents are signed cuz they are some are signed, but okay, you'll understand it when we get there. I'll do a whole other podcast for when I'm ready for that relationship wise I would say I am happy and I will admit that I have met somebody so that person's keeping me happy we are doing the long distance thing and I think that in itself needs to be a whole other episode because it's terrible like I've done I've done long distance before but I don't like it (laughs) I don't like it at all but yeah that's just a few updates i'm still in school of course i actually got a job as a teacher assistant so i'm traveling and also doing a ta job which can be a lot especially with the amount of homework i have and i work very weird shifts here so it's a lot to manage but it's a good thing i don't really have anything to do while i'm here there's so much snow that i stay inside (laughs) So I basically get my homework and my schoolwork done. Well, not schoolwork, my um, TA job, all that stuff. I get it done. I will be exploring more while I'm here, though. Like, I want to go skiing. I want to go um, sledding, ice tubing. I want to do all that cool stuff. But it's still a little too cold for that. <laughs> Remember, I'm from Florida. We don't do all that. But I will be going out more while I'm here. Like, after maybe... Once I hit my one and a half month mark, maybe, and I have like a set routine, I'm a very routine kind of person. So, okay. Did I answer the question? <laughs> okay, the question was, am I living out my wildest dream? And I will say I haven't, like from my kids, from the dream that I had as a kid, I haven't reached that goal yet, but I am on the path of reaching that dream. I graduate in December. Then after that, I study for the MCATs, then off to med school I go. So I'm almost there, about a year. In about a year, I'll be living on my wildest dreams. As far as traveling, I can say I am doing that also. My other dreams are like more into the future, which is just being successful, having a happy marriage, and, you know, having a family, raising my kids, and not having to worry about bills pretty much yeah that's where the success part comes in but those are like the typical dreams so maybe I'm not living out my wildest dreams maybe I haven't thought of it yet hmm I gotta make that a thing make a list of crazy things I need to do before I turn 30 or something so okay let's get to the next part which is just talking about where I was back then and then where I am now and by back then I mean like from the very beginning 
not from birth, but like elementary to high school, from where, from where I was then into where I am now, and what I've learned about myself in that process. So, of course, you know, as a kid, I was very shy. I think I've said this so many times before, but I was very shy but an introverted, but somehow I would always end up being like best friends with people who were like so popular, so extroverted and just friends with everybody. That's just who I was attracted to like relationship wise. I would always befriend, like best friend, become best friends with the person who I felt like was the most outgoing person because it wasn't me so I'm like hmm I wonder how they do it (laughs) how they can help me but yeah that's something you know we always wanted to be back then I can't speak for everybody but being popular was a thing back then and I was very I was always friendly like people always knew me as I was super smart I was super friendly but I wouldn't say I was to the level of being popular like I would I did not put myself out there enough to be all that but I kind of lived vicariously through my friends who were so popular. And it was like, back then, it was such a big part of our lives, especially like high school and having everybody know you. And I kind of, I, I felt left out doing a lot of stuff like that. Like the popular kids would go to parties. They would be at the games. Like, I never did none of that stuff. So I did feel left out. And I always wanted to be a part of that crowd. But now it's kind of like, I'm good. We all know who the popular people are nowadays, the ones with money. So (laughs) a lot of people who were like geeks back then, who they call geeks, the tech engineers, the the smart kids, which I was, but I don't think I was really like a geek. But all those smart kids, they're the ones who are popular now because they got the money. So I don't think, (laughs) I don't think I necessarily regret not doing that, not um, not being as popular. I think I made my fair share of friends, and I got to know who I wanted to know. I didn't have as many experiences as I wanted to, but I'm okay. I, when I got to college, I tried it, and I realized it wasn't for me, so I don't really miss it that much. Um, Another thing I learned about myself is I don't really speak up. Like, if I have an issue with someone about something, I do not speak up for myself. And that's been the root of a lot of issues in my life, a lot of problems with with not just relationships, but like with friendships, with family. If I feel some type of way, I'm going to feel that way. But you won't know, which is so bad. I know. But let me talk about where this stems from. It's just, you know, as a kid, you're supposed to be seen and not heard. So I can't express myself and be like, hey, mom, (laughs) you're making me very mad right now. Or what you did just hurt my feelings. No, I did not have that kind of household (laughs) where I was able to express myself like that. So, of course, I just bottled things in. And I don't think as I got older, I did the work to necessarily learn how to speak up for myself and how to express myself I just did what I knew not what necessarily worked but what I knew and I was just keep my feelings to myself and then basically blow up (laughs) when it gets too bad so 
as far as like I guess okay we can start off with romantic relationships like I'm at a point in my life where I know exactly what I want out of a relationship if you're not meeting those standards why are we still here why am I still here like it's over but of course I wasn't at that point back then I thought I was but I wasn't so if something happened that I didn't like I would like kind of I would take note, put it in the back of my mind, and just leave it alone. Because even when I did try, I feel like the I, in relationships I really did actually try to communicate, but I had t- I had like terrible partners. Because when I would express myself and tell them how I felt, it was kind of like they didn't make those changes. So then I come back and I'm like, what's the point? I tell you how I feel, you don't do nothing about it. So now I'm just wasting my breath. Let me go back to keeping things to myself. Bottling up my feelings. So those relationships kind of played into that kind of, that trauma of me not even wanting to express myself. Because when I did, I was kind of just knocked down. So as far as that, I did not speak for my, speak up for myself in relationships. And I, that is a, I regret it. Well, I guess I shouldn't say I regret it because I learned from it. But I just wish I did things a lot differently with how I handled certain situations and, like, the amount of time I let things go on. And I think because I never said anything, people assumed things were good. Like, they were good, but I wasn't mentally or emotionally. Like, we never talked about how I felt or our situation or why I'm feeling this way, so... It definitely took a toll on me, and I think it made me have a very tough skin. Well, to everybody else on the outside, but I keep I tell people this all the time. I'm like a softie. I'm super like sensitive. So <laughs> to everybody else, it's like, oh, you know, she has a tough skin. She's one of those, you know, strong friends. But no, you just don't see me sweat, <laughs> which is not good. I am working on it still. <laughs> As far as like friendships, that was the same thing. Like, I was I, I was definitely one of those people who cut you off real quick, and I can't even say was, cause. <laughs> but yeah, so I definitely just cut you off after. Okay, it was worse back then. You did something to me. I take it in. It's not like after the first time I cut you off. No, I wasn't that crazy. But you do something to me, I take note of it. I don't say anything. Even if I don't like it, but I take note of it. You do something else, take note of it. You know, I just keep taking note and not saying anything. So, of course, the person doesn't know it's an issue. Which, to me, is like, that's not my problem. You're my friend. You should know what the issue is. You should be able to read my mind. (laughs) But that's not how it works. So, of course, the person doesn't know what's wrong. So, they keep doing it over and over again. And that was, like, back then. But I think I would give you, like five strikes then you're out you do three you do five things that I notice I don't like cut you off immediately when I got to college I said I was gonna stop doing that (laughs) I was gonna stop cutting people off but I think in doing that in setting that goal for myself I also kind of created another problem which was giving people too many chances (laughs) so it's like I never win 
But yeah, I said I was going to stop holding people to such high standards because I feel like there's certain things I would never do. But not everybody is like me, you know? Not everybody thinks like me and not everybody has the same expectations as me. What, what may bother me may not bother them. And they wouldn't know unless I actually spoke up about it. So I actually did try that. I would speak up. Tell them how I feel. And the same thing happened in my friendships that happened in my relationships. I was kind of just dismissed. Or, or okay, I can at least say they would start off fi- trying to fix the issue, but then go right back to it because... That's inherently who they are, you know? And I had to notice, I had to realize that. If somebody's actually actively trying to work on fixing an issue that you bring up and they can't, like, changes don't happen overnight. But after some years, after some time, you're just like, okay, I've spoken up. There's nothing else for me to say. Let's just start taking note of everything again. As you used to do. And of course, that leads to you cutting people off. Because who has time for that? Who has time to work on relationships and fix things? (laughs) I'm saying this sarcastically. But I think it's just, I don't know. I think I reached a certain place in my life where I knew what I wanted. I knew what what, what I wanted to give to people and what I wanted to receive back. Because that was always a big thing for me. I felt like I always gave so much in any relationship. And I didn't necessarily receive the same thing back. And I used to live by um, by the saying, treat others the way you want to be treated. But that's not how life works. You're supposed to treat people the way they want to be treated. And I just learned this like last month. (laughs) So I'm a little bit late, but... Yeah, I used to treat people the way I wanted to be treated, but I mean, that's not how they wanted it, so it wouldn't really work, which is why I guess it didn't work for me. And that's where the communication part comes in, putting your expectations or setting those expectations so that each person can call each other out when they don't meet it, when they don't meet those set expectations. And it's not even like oh, we have to be friends with a strict set of rules. Of course, people are humans. They make mistakes. You work through things. But there is a line. And I think once you cross that line, it's hard to just let go. And that kind of brings me to my like next topic, which is forgiving. So if like you were ever to ask me what is my biggest flaw, I would say is not truly forgiving like I think I'll think that I forgave somebody but I think when something else happens that kind of brings up the past I kind of hold on to that and I start feeling all those emotions again so I don't think that's truly forgiving so I always used to say I forgive but I never forget but I don't think you should be feeling that way if you truly forgave somebody you know so I would say my biggest feeling, my biggest flaw is forgiving. And I don't know. I think I've tried. I, I definitely think I could try more. I could work on myself more. But I have taken the first steps to try 
to forgive people. But it's so hard because you're like... You want to get over things. You want to get past things. But there's just some things you cannot get past. Is this just me? Am I crazy? There's just some things I feel like I can't get past because... I don't know you break that trust and it's very hard to earn trust for me at least it's very very hard for you to earn my trust so that's my biggest flaw I am still working on it I have some um <laughs> I have some trials that I'm doing right now to try to fix myself at least and that's really all I can do I can work on myself and if I know that I am working on myself and I am trying to fix my issues then that's that's all I can do but I also shouldn't expect that from others so I need to surround myself with people who are trying to do the same things who are also flawed and are trying to fix themselves and that is what I'm doing (laughs) so Another thing I wanted to talk about is just, like, from future me, well, past me and now, like, future me, is just knowing my worth. I think back then, like, I thought I knew exactly, like, what I was worth. I have a brother, like, my brother is my biggest hype man. He will, he will tell me, like, all day, every day, like, I'm the best thing to walk this earth, you know, like... If I'm with a guy, he needs to worship my worship, um, worship me, and treat me like the queen that I am. And basically, I shouldn't accept anything but the best. Which I feel like everybody needs, like a brother or a male figure in their life that tells them that, because that definitely builds your self-esteem. Because I know it did for me. And then <laughs> that kind of tore down, like somebody tore down that self-esteem that my brother helped build in me over the past how old was I however many years of our lives and it only took like one person to completely destroy your self-esteem but like working on building that up again is just realizing your true worth but I think that's so much harder it's easier said than done it's harder to do when you're actually in another relationship because you're kind of like what should I uh, what should I tolerate and what am I kind of being too sensitive about you know like you know you know certain things you wouldn't tolerate like there's no cheating there's no abuse nothing like that but there are certain things where it's a fine line you know you're like is this worthy of me ending the whole relationship or can I fix this? Is this something I can work through with you? And I think that's what I kind of struggle with, knowing my worth. Like, I deserve to be treated amazing, and you're not treating me like that right now. So should that mean I end the whole thing? Or do we work on this? I think that's what I struggle with, just finding out what's worth fighting for and what's where to stop, where to end it altogether. Because it's always just like my mindset is like, I never want to be back in that place where I was before. So 
I'm going to do whatever I need to do to protect myself. No matter what the cost is or who it costs, you know? Because I think I've definitely gotten to a place where I know what I want. I know what I should expect. But am I asking for too much, you know? Like, is this too much? Or am I doing what I was doing before? And basically, like, selling myself short. And we're not doing that. Not in 2022. I didn't even set goals for the year 2022 because I realized you shouldn't just wait, you know, until New Year's Day, which was my birthday, guys. But you shouldn't wait until New Year's Day to set your goals. Set them out throughout the year. Make some short-term goals and try to reach them by the end of the year or, like, by the end of a certain month. That was just a side note, but yeah, I didn't set any new any any resolutions for this year just because I know what I'm working towards and I'm actively doing it. So once I'm finished with one goal, I'm gonna start the next one. And I think that works better for me. So back to the whole relationship thing. Another thing that I learned is just knowing when to keep your business to yourself and when to share with your friends or like your family. Because I know my family is very overprotective. Like, once they don't like you, once I don't like you, they don't like you. And that's just always how, how I've been. Like, if we're close friends, I don't like somebody, I don't care what they did to, like, what they did to you or how small it is. If you don't like them, I won't like them. Okay? That's me. Like, you're my friend. Why am I worried about this other person? You don't like them, we don't like them. <laughs> and, like, I'm... Loyalty is very important to me. So that's always just how I've always thought of things. And my family's the same way. Loyalty. They'll have my back no matter what. So if I tell them something happened with somebody, oh, they don't like them. Cut off. That's it. That's over. My mom, she be trying... Okay, lately... (laughs) Lately, she has not been as loyal as she should be. But whatever, that's a whole different story. I know she still got me, but... She's not doing what I'm asking her to do. My brother, I know for a fact, doesn't matter. He doesn't. Li- I don't like you. He doesn't like you. Like he actually hates you. <laughs> if I don't like you, he won't like you more. It's like it's pretty simple, which I love. <laughs> so that's where it comes into play of like, what should I share with them? Because I know if I tell them the bad, they're not gonna forgive this person. You know, like. I can only tell them the good things that have happened. (laughs) And then if I do talk to my mom about something, like I use hypothetical situations because, oh no, this isn't happening to me. I'm being treated perfectly, mother. Like I'm a princess, remember? (laughs) I'm a queen. So I always use like hypothetical situations when talking to her about my my problems just because I don't want her to hate the person. And then as far as, like, your friends, it's just the same thing. You know, depending on, you know, how your friendships work, of course, they don't want to see you hurt. So when somebody else hurts you, they don't like them either. And I think it just depends on the relationship you have with that person, you know. 
because for me it's like if we're very very close i i want to share everything with you i want you to know everything that's going on in my life the good the bad and the ugly and if i forgive somebody i want you to be able to forgive them too you know i can't speak for myself i i am still working on that <laughs> like if somebody does something to my friend and they forgive them I still don't feel like they're worth forgiving, so I might hold on to it. But of course, I'm not going to, you know, overstep and be like, oh, this guy ain't ish. You need to stop talking to him. Like, no, if you're going to be with him, go ahead and be with him, sis. I support you 100%. But I don't like him. <laughs> I won't make it obvious, okay? Let's, let's, be, let's be clear. Like, if that person's around, I will not be disrespectful. I will not be rude. I don't like that. I don't think that's cute. Just when I'm talking to my friend privately, you know, I'll let her know. Yeah, this is a red flag. This is a red flag. And I'll just remind you of everything he's done before because, you know, we can't go through that again because whatever emotions you're going through, I'm going through with you, friend. <laughs> that's how I am. But besides just talking to your friends about relationships, there are just like certain things I feel like is considered oversharing because you never know. If you have true, true, true friends, you don't have to worry about this. But in in hindsight, you kind of learned, you kind of learn that not everybody has their best interests in mind. And jealousy does exist. You know, sometimes people can't help it. They do get jealous because, I don't know, you might be doing a little bit better than them or you might have what they want. And they kind of, start treating you differently because of that which that goes into a whole different thing about recognizing those red flags and then truly knowing who people are so i'm just at a place now where like i don't share unless it's already like signed and sealed like i know this is going to happen nothing's gonna change it this is confirmed and then that's when i will share my good news i will tell everybody we can celebrate together but yeah, my mom also talked to me about that. Just knowing when to share certain things. Do not do not overshare. Don't tell them before everything's set in stone. Because you never know. But I think that all goes back into me just not trusting people, which I know. Another thing I need to work on. There's a lot. I get it. <laughs> but yeah. So I just kind of wanted to talk to you guys and give you a little update and my perspective on certain things and yeah things are changing for me I'm very happy at where I am right now in my life like great things are happening I can't wait to share some of them with you but like I just said you cannot overshare <laughs> so you have to tune in and see so I want to end everything off by you know asking all the listeners a question and this is a question you will be asking yourself if you want to share with me you know go ahead and this plug time you could dm me on hashtag debatables instagram i'm so sorry guys but like i don't even know how this is gonna work i barely use instagram i don't even think i know how to use it that well but i know how to answer dms so if you want to share your responses with me that would be so sweet but the questions and things off is are you a good friend like when you ask yourself when you look back at all your friendships things that have ended things you're still in the hashtag debatable question is are you a good friend 
all right guys i'll see you on the next episode one two three break